It's Wednesday. We are back with TGIF with two of the most fabulous men in the entertainment industry. And we're here to spill the tea and break down all the hot topics in the news and on social media and talk about everything that you all are talking about. So sit back, relax, grab you a little something to drink and get ready for this hot tea we're about to serve to you. Please welcome brand strategist Al Reynolds. What's up, Al? Hey, what's going on, Claudia? I am loving our this cat. I'm sorry. I'm loving our background so much. It looks so I smile every time I see you guys. It looks so cute. That cat is just glad you're home. Are you back in are you back in Texas? I'm in Texas until I go to Miami on Monday because I'm having surgery. Go ahead, Q. Oh, okay. What type of surgery? Are we allowed to ask? She's going to get a BBL. These BBLs killing y'all. And the thighs don't match. I welcome myself and welcome multimedia personality and talk show host, Miss Funky Dineva. I'll be taking care of Claudia. Help taking her to get her lymphatic massages. <laughs> BBL. Mm-hmm. So can you guys tell me what I should expect? Because you both have been through this, right? So can you tell me what I should expect from getting this? Not surgery? me, girl. You talk- <laughs> I told y'all what I had. I had a little bit of fillers and a little bit of Botox. That's it. <laughs> Actually, I'm finally, after all these this cat, can you not put your butthole in my face? Stop it. Okay. Um, See, that, getting- that's how people know we got a homemade show. Right, because your ghetto ass cat. You got a cat <laughs> running across the screen. Can't be exposing me, man. I be trying to seem like I'm in a studio. I'm getting my toes fixed. I have corns from running track, and you know, jamming my feet into the little Louboutins and the friction and modeling. Being a size ten, they put me to size seven and and do an eight hour uh, shoot. So I'm finally after all these years. So all you hoes that like to go in on me, and that's the one thing you can say about me is your claw feet, your eagle feet. After Tuesday, find something else. Find something else. I'll let y'all know how it goes. I'm going to be seeing Dr. Wagner down in Hollywood, and I cannot wait. I'm scared, though. Yeah, I'm really scared. Do you have to go under, or is it uh, outpatient? It's yeah, outpatient. it's local. It's local, so I'm going to stay for, like, two days. I have to be in a wheelchair, though, in the airport when I leave, which I've been wanting to do anyways, because all the wheelchair people get to cut the line. And it, I mean, they get to cut the line, so. But I'm not allowed to walk. I, I, it's... Let me shut up. Right. What y'all drinking out tonight? I ain't playing with that. Um, <laughs> I what I'm doing? A little vodka with uh, roses lime. So straight vodka with a tablespoon, tablespoon of roses lime. Uh oh, <laughs> funky drinking tonight. Oh well, damn it! I, I've been cleaning off those antibiotics. No, uh, what antibiotics? <laughs> <laughs> Al, what you stepping on? You drinking tonight? Yeah, a little bit of white Pinot Grigio. I'm drinking Scarpetta. I'm not drinking, but I used some Pinot for, I made some linguine and clams out of a recipe online. It came out really good too. My first time, lemon juice, garlic, olive oil, um, uh, the clams, and I'm I'm forgetting, and and minced garlic and parsley. That's pretty much it. It's really good. All right, y'all. One day we're going to get together. We're going to cook. We're going to have a little potluck with the three of us. I think that would be a lot of fun. Maybe we should invite our fans. We should come up with something. You know, that would be cute. That's a good idea. Cute. We can all get together. Dining with TGIF. Yeah, that'd be cute. Let's do that. Any clubs that want to sponsor this event, let us know, and we can host it at your place. All right, y'all. Let's get into this. We have a lot to talk about, and sadly, another sad story at the top of the show. As everyone has heard, takeoff from the group Migos was shot and killed at a bowling alley in Houston uh, yesterday. 28-year-old, the 28-year-old was with Quavo when an altercation happened. People said it was over an alleged dice game, but now I'm hearing it wasn't about the dice game. Um, What are your thoughts on this, this heartbreaking news, Al? What do you think about this? You know, Claudia, this was sad. It was heartbreaking. It was unfortunate. It was crazy. It was terrifying. 
And in a way, in a way, and I don't like saying this, but it was also embarrassing for the culture. Um, but we really have to do better. You know, the first thing that I do want to say is condolences to him and his, I mean, to his family. Um, for what I understand, he was a really good dude. Everyone that has spoken on him has had nothing but extremely positive things to say. So my heart go out to him and his family. But listen, in the last three years, three or four years, He's like number 10, number 11, number 12, and none of the guys that have been victims of crime and gun violence have been over the ages of 36. This is very saddening, and we just have to, we just have to figure out a way to do better. I agree. I agree. It's super sad, you know? What a talent. Q, what do you think about this? Um, you know, there's, a, there's an in-house conversation that we need to have amongst the culture. Um, you know what? I'm probably going to exclude women. I'm going to say amongst black men. Um, I'm probably going to exclude the gays. And I'm going to say there is an in-house conversation that heterosexual black men, particularly below the age of 30, need to sit down and have. Um, it, it's just gotten to a point now where we can no longer turn a blind eye we can no longer say, well, I'm classy and they're hood and that's hood stuff. Enough is enough already. Um, we need to revisit the conversation about lyrics and music. While I'm not blaming music and music makes nobody pull a trigger, it's a factor. Um, it's a time as a culture, we stop it with all the the gangster films and the gangster movies and the and the drug selling movies and drinking lean. I mean, it, it, it's it's just time for us to make a shift because I think it's those attitudes, beliefs, and displays in popular culture that lead to the um, desensitization and the normalization of some of this violent behavior. And it's just not appropriate conflict resolution whatsoever. Agreed. And I'd like to piggyback off what you said. Um, yeah, our music are ja is jacked up right now. But even beyond our music, um, we are in a place now where there's no conflict resolution. And that's with everybody. I'm not even going to say it's, yeah, we do do have a problem with our Black men. We do. But it's with everybody. With We can't have a disagreement without someone going for the jugular and getting real personal. Well, that's why your mother left you. You know what I mean? Like we go for the lowest of the low to just hurt someone over an argument. We can't disagree. We can't disagree on politics. We can't disagree on the sky is blue or the sky is, is, is yellow without someone having to go for the jugular. Also, we don't have men that um, will square up anymore. You know, you're so we're so afraid of getting beat and losing that we have to go to the ultimate, which is ending someone's life. And and we can't resolve anything with a conversation or even a fight. I would be OK with coming to fit like fisticuffs. You know what I mean? Because then you live to see another day. But we don't know how to resolve conflict anymore. And it's so sad. It's so sad. And we have the audacity. I mean, of course, we have the right to be angry at law enforcement killing us. But I'm sick of us killing each other, too. And this ain't no right wing talking point at all. This is me talking to my community. Why do we not value each other? So we have so little regard for each other when we're alive, right? As soon as someone dies, we talk about how great they were and they were amazing. And then we go find, finally support their music. I am sick of it. I'm sick of it, yo. We cannot resolve anything anymore without going to the ultimate. And, it, it, and it's sad. 
Look how mean we are to each other on social media. Look, and I'm guilty of it too. People come for me, I want to go back hard. We are all doing it. And we've got to stop because it's evil at this point. You know, I went on a rant today in my stories about it because it was just bothering me. Like, yo, remember we used to have fights when we were younger? You get your ass kicked and then you learn to fight better or you saw them again, it was on or whatever, but we didn't kill each other. Or you learned to shut up. Or you learned, you learned a lesson. <laughs> There's no lessons to be learned anymore yeah. with the way we handle conflict now. Yeah. Look at reality shows, zero to 100. I sat there in that reunion and it's like no conversations can be had because nobody wants to have a conversation. They just want to fight. And I think we're living for, for people that don't even know us. We're living for the gram, you guys. A lot of people are living for what, how it looks. I look tough, right? I can't let him punk me, so let me just murk him. So when you go to prison, you'll get punked plenty in there. So good luck with that. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pissed. I'm, I'm really sick of it. And, and to hear that takeoff was the most humble and kind and quiet. And, and non-problematic. Yes, it's always people like that. Yeah. You know, it's never Ooh. the ones that we're sick of. Yeah, rest in peace and condolences to his family, girl. And let's move on to something lighter. I hope so, because it seems like this is a weekly thing. So, of course, while uh, fans and music artists took to social media to share their condolences over Takeoff's death, Lakeith Stanfield took his time to post his thoughts about gangster rap. Stanfield posted, if you are for gangster rap, you can't also be for Black. He also wrote along with the post, the dangers of toxicity associated with this glorified black serial killer and killed music and imagery got people thinking it's cool to hurt those that look like them and only them. He added at some level, we got to see our lives as valuable so that we think before we react and see another human when we look at another human man. What do y'all think about what Lakeith posted? Q, let's start with you. I 100% agree. You know, it's funny because I came up born 83, but like came up a radio age in the 90s when gangster rap was the big thing. And, and you know, see the Loris Tucker and everybody was against gangster rap because they were saying, you know, it will have the kids out here killing each other. And everybody was like, music can't make people kill each other. Music can't. And I was one of them. I was like, that's stupid. I grew up listening to gangster rap, but I was raised right. I know not to go get a gun and shoot somebody. It's just entertainment. It's just entertainment. But somewhere along the way, it became more than entertainment. It became a way of life. And I think um, we really have got to sit down and reevaluate this thing. And, 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 you know, this whole excuse about that's the life we live in. So that's the life we sing about. Uh, that is so passe at this point, And we just got to do better. We do. Al, what are your thoughts? You know, I, I understand his comments and I agree with a lot of it, if not majority of it, but there's another element of it that I would like to figure out a way or I would like to propose a different stake and responsibility to help us in all of this. This ain't all on us being black people. This ain't all on us that listen to, you know, rap gangster music. I believe in order for us to find some type of correction, we need the record labels and the managers to stand up and help take some corporate responsibility for these deaths and the demise of our young artists. Listen, record labels constantly push artists to assume tough guy personas while failing to protect them 
from the violence they promote. And that's not good. I'm not saying it's their responsibility to pay attention to these guys all the time, but they do have a responsibility for what they make money off of because of those guys. So collaboratively, I feel like we all need to do a better job in trying to figure out how to save our young black men. See, the record companies have no interest in that because they take out the life insurance policies on said rappers that they sign. And then you have these rappers that come with this beautiful woke music, this conscious music. And they say, oh, nobody wants to hear that. And in a way, they're right. We've been trained to crave the negative, right? That's so right. is it? it's one of those things, the, the chicken or the egg, what came first? Is it our insatiable craving for the bottom of the bottom, right? And that comes with reality TV, music, how we're carrying ourselves on social media, or is it them forcing it down our throats? What do y'all think? Do you think it's- It's, it's you know definite, what? sorry. Sorry, oh, it's I apologize. It's definitely programming, Claudia. It's definitely you. It's almost like when you hear the first song of an artist, you're like, oh, that's okay. You know, it's cool. I hear the beat. But when they play it every 30 minutes, every hour on the hour, every day for two weeks, you're like, oh, that is hot. That is popping. That is that is programming that is brainwashing and that's why i say that we have to lean in on these record labels and these managers because they are the ones doing and promoting the programming they are the ones that are doing and promoting the brainwashing that this is what life is when it really is not only to sell a ton of units or turn a ton of streaming so that they could be richer i agree q what do you think you know, it, 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 it's weird because I really would love like professors of psychology to really break this thing down because on the flip side of things, Al, you know, we also know that white consumers are a huge base for hip hop and gangster music, yet they don't have the same outcomes as a result of said music. So, you know, that being said, is it really the music? Absolutely. They don't have the same outcome because they don't come from the same hardship that we come from. They don't have the same challenges that we have at the level that we have. I feel like, it, I mean, listen, their lives are definitely different. They can always dress it up and wash it off and be something that they've always wanted to be. But we can't wash our color off. I wonder if we take it more seriously because we have a lot less to lose, maybe. You know, and then and our ego in our culture, like it, we listen, we do have an ego thing with us and uh, black men, our tech and women. It's all of us. We have a lot of ego in our community. Right. I think we maybe take it to heart. You see people taking these lyrics like, yeah, and, and they live that life when they hear these lyrics. And I, I used to be one of those people that said, no, music can't do that to you. But just like you, you have a purchase those discs they have that you can have calming or it can affect your have, have calm dreams, mm -hmm. subliminal messages. Yeah. If we are rapping about murking a bitch all day long, or, um, you know, I'm killing this and that, it does make it less shocking. Well, I and know. I think they just don't know better and lack critical thinking, the, the youth. They just don't, they, they legitimately can't tell the difference between fiction and real life. And they, they listen, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say it. the school system sucks and the youth these days, they dumb as hell. Uh, I, no shade. Glorilla did an interview and she didn't even know foxes were real. Yeah. She literally did an interview with a, 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 record, a, a thing in the UK and the girl was talking about foxes. And this heifer said, what's that? Oh, they real? 
You mean with, <laughs> with tails? And I was just like, you know what? Just throw the whole under 30 away. Just throw it away. Here you go, Q. We can't throw them away if we're trying to help them solve Nah, the throw it away. Start all that shit up like homework and throw it away. <laughs> and I know we got to go to break, but listen, y'all, the people that y'all, and I'm talking to the under 30, right? The people y'all are emulating and trying to be so hard like them. They they're dumb. In, they're in the studio going, <laughs> after they say they talk in the vernacular, in the in the accent of very hood, right? They go to the engineer, oh, uh, yeah, you want me to run that back one more time? Gotcha. Like, right. honestly, they not might not really be living that life that you think. Some of them are not. I she didn't great- know what a fox was, y'all. <laughs> it's no hope. It ain't no hope for the future if it ain't no hope for the youth. Oh, yeah. no- There's hope, Q. Uh, we're going to take a fox. quick commercial break, and um, yeah, we'll be right back. Oh, that's really sad, Q. I- Welcome back to TGIF. If you're enjoying the show, give us some flames in the chat. We see you, chat room. We see how many people in there. 3,500. Okay, let's get those likes up. Let's get those likes up. All right, y'all. Um, Trey Songs. His civil suit for rape has been dismissed. Now, uh, documents obtained by TMZ show Song's suit was thrown out on Monday after Trey's legal team argued the statute of limitations expired long before the woman filed her complaint. Al, what are your thoughts on this update? Well, you know, I want to be very clear. This is something I want to be very clear about. Trey Song's case got dismissed, not because he was found innocent because of the statute of limitation. All right. Let's be very, very clear about that. What we have here is this young lady allegedly said she was, I'm sorry, this young lady did not allege nothing. This young lady said that in 2016, she was allegedly raped, but she did not come forth until 2018, which was in the state of California. You only get two years at that time. Presently now, though, if you have 10 years, but that law was not instituted until 2019. So the lawyers were trying to use a look back that fell short. And so that's how Trey Songs got off. Now, Trey Songs still has a laundry list of alleged abuse that he needs to obviously get under control because he escaped a bullet right here. But this is what I'm going to do for this very talented young man. I'm going to continue to pray for him and hope that Trey Songs finds a better way of, of living this type of life. Two-year statute limitations. A lot of people are not comfortable for, for many years later. Uh, Q, what do you think about this? So Al basically said everything that I thought. My question is, well, where the hell them halfers that was messing with Bill Cosby lived? And where did he stay? Because how the hell they was able to go back in the future with damn Michael J. Fox and get this man put in jail? And damn Trey Song just had a little two-year window. Wasn't the Playboy Mansion, ain't that in California? Don't Bill live in California? Yeah. Some of that, I, I'm assuming, Q, I don't know the answer because right. I, haven't, I haven't looked at it. Um it, I think it, it it depends on what crime they are bringing forth, right? Boy. I think with Trey, it's statutory rape. Gotcha. So is it statutory? They were under eighteen. Well, we know one of them, right? I'm not sure. Don't look. I'm not going to tell no lies here. But a lot of it was, you know, there were different types of rapes. So maybe that's why with, oh, um, the difference is with Bill Cosby. I ain't never raped nobody, and I ain't, I'm not interested in it. So I didn't know the different kinds. What I do know is that we need some uniformity across the damn United States when it comes to the statutes of limitations. And right. two years is just some BS. 
Two years is be listen. Two years is too short for me to come forward with you hit my car, yet alone rape me. That's some BS. I mean, I, I what know. is it, Claudia? When the young lady that you took to prison as a, I mean that you took to get her rape kick done, what was that rape called? Was that um, uh, what is forcible rape called? It was it was his rape. She was she was over. She had just turned eighteen. Eighteen. Oh, okay. And um, he fled the state before his scheduled flights and um, admitted it on the stand. He said, I know I did something wrong, but I didn't break no bones. So what's the big deal? Gotcha. Yeah, we'll get into that another time. But uh, this rape thing, uh, wow. Still raping people with all this available coochie out here and people that are willing to do it. Power thing, y'all. All right, transgender woman and TikTok star Dylan Mulvaney is being praised for calling out Caitlyn Jenner for misgendering her during the transitional stages of her journey. Jenna replied to a video that was shared by Senator Marsha Blackburn of, of Mulvaney discussing how people were staring at her crotch while shopping. Jenna tweeted, there is a difference between acceptance and tolerance and normalizing exposing your genitalia in a public way and a public place. I do not support that at all in the slightest. Dylan, congrats, you're trans with a penis. Mulvaney replied by posting a video where she said, but then you decide to ridicule me very publicly. And honestly, this tweet didn't phase me at all that much. But then this one misgendering me made me go, uh, not you call me a he. Mulvaney continued, I didn't know how to fully tuck that early on. And I was still wearing a men's Calvin Klein underwear. But after that video, two amazing trans women gifted me tucking panties and taught me how to, because they could tell I was struggling. What are your thoughts on Caitlin? misgendering Dylan Mulvaney during her transitional stage. Al, what do you think about this story? I think it's horrible. Honestly, I think it's her horrible. To many people, Caitlyn Jenner is a trans icon. We can argue that Caitlyn Jenner is probably one of the best known transgender women in the world. And if you can't get it right, uh, Caitlyn Jenner, then you can't expect the rest of the public to get it right when it comes to misgendering trans individuals. You are a leader in this community, whether you want it or not. And for you to misgender another transgender sister is wrong and you need to do a lot better. Now, it's not, it's not that transgender woman's fault that they got a little bit of a bulge and you don't. And they are trying to figure out how to tuck it and how to put it away. Uh, you need to give them a little bit more leniency, but more than anything, you need to respect the trans community that you're leading because what you did was hella disrespectful. Okay. Q, what do you think? Um, so Caitlyn Jenner's full of SHIT. You know, she tried to, sh to shift this and say, oh, my team did my tweets. Um, I think I think that's a bunch of BS. I think it's a cop-out. I keep telling y'all, Caitlyn Jenner is not a trans woman. Caitlyn Jenner is a old white man mm -hmm. who is playing dress up, okay? And whether she's trans or not, and I didn't say that to offend anybody, whether she is trans or not, we still have to recognize the fact that she lived the lion's share of her life as a privileged, rich, conservative white man, and she still has the mindset and the politics of a old, rich white man, despite her being polar opposites of everything they stand for. It's like, with her, it's it's okay for me to be trans and all my transness, but with everybody else, I wanna put the conservative thought processes on their lives and how they should live. Now, as far as this Dylan person is concerned, I'm gonna be quite honest with you. 
I'm not buying. I am not buying the I don't know how to tuck story. Um, I'm not buying it. I've never been trans. I've never had trans feelings and I can't prove it. But from the few trans friends that I know from watching polls and from reading documents, you know, a lot of trans women, they don't like their penis because the penis is a physical reminder of, 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 of them being in the wrong body. And quite frankly, it would seem to me that one of the first things that you learn how to do, in addition to going and, and putting on fake boobs and padding or whatever, is finding a way to tuck or lean it to the side. I feel personally like this was a political statement that Duhaney was trying to make, and it and it garnered negative attention. Um, I, I, I am somewhat in agreement with not going out in public displaying your genitalia. Um, I, I, can I ask a, a and listen, I'm just asking. <laughs> Please don't scold me. I'm just asking. So just want I just want to be very clear that I don't know. So if you are trans and you still have a penis, it's required to tuck it away? No, it's not required. It, okay. It's not required, but it is okay. industry protocol. Got it. Almost like um What's another industry protocol? Like, almost like we can't wear white. <laughs> I'm wearing it. So listen, um, I don't like Caitlyn Jenner. I used to like Bruce, but I don't like Caitlyn. And I'm not going to give Caitlyn the respect. I'm, I'm going to misgender you. How about that? And see how you like it, because you do it to other people. Caitlyn, Bruce, is the type of person that's like some of these immigrants that come here and then want to shut the doors down back to their families back home. You know what I mean? I'm in. That's all I care about. As long as I'm good, you are not an icon. I, I have to disagree with you on that. I know you're being very kind. I'm going to say this. This is why I say you're not an icon. You don't even bother to educate yourself in the community that you entered into. I've been thinking this for about Caitlyn for the longest. The timing of you transition, transitioning is so suspicious. It came right after you were up for vehicular uh, manslaughter charges. All of a sudden, the story shifted. We don't talk about the person that you killed on uh, on, on on the um, Pacific Coast Freeway in Los Angeles. We don't talk about that anymore. I know that seems like a stretch, but I think with this family, some things, I think I don't put nothing past nobody anymore because we don't talk about it anymore. And you still fumble with the the most basic things that even we know in our limited knowledge of trans and, and, and protocol. Caitlin, you continue to offend. You continue to enjoy the privileges of being a white man because in your heart, you're still a white man. You are. You're not you're not the same. And, and I ain't going to get even give a disclaimer. You're not the same as someone that feels like since birth, they have they were really placed in the wrong body. I don't feel like that about Kaylin. This is my opinion, not the opinion of Foxhole, anybody on this panel. I'm going to take this this on the chin myself. I feel like Kaylin is full of crap. I think it's fake. I think you're not really into it. And that's why you make so many mistakes all the time. Because you ain't really about that. You're really about the surface. You think getting some titties and some horrible fillers, now you're a woman. And that's why you keep on messing up with the community because your heart is not into it because you fake. You are fake news. That's what I think. Yeah. Be mad, it was, it, it, it was a penis story. And that's why he went out of his, Caitlin went out of his way to refer to the trans woman as a he. It was intentional. It was intentional. And Caitlyn, I was done with Caitlyn when Caitlyn accepted that man, the Woman of the Year Award, and when I think it was ESPN, whoever gave that, that I was done. I was done with Caitlyn and all the nonsense because you're not even you're not committed to anybody. You just go with the wind. 
So what was he what was he so upset about? Because he tried to spin it and say that um I'm not down with the 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 display of one's genitals. You know what I'm saying? Because the guy had a bulge. And the question that I would have would be, all right, is it truly the display of one genitals? Because if he had on it, if if the trans woman show if that's her natural penis structure, right. and and as a boy, he was walking up and down the street in a wife beater and and some, you know, sweatpants, the situation would be celebrated. You know what I'm saying? So it's wow. like, what 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 really is the issue? And like Claudia said, Caitlin is one of those trans. Nah, it's cool for me, but I'm going to close the door for everybody else. It right. sounds to me Caitlin got a little bit of black penis envy because look at all the women That's around her I have left Caitlin's little small 1980s Olympics Wheaties box penis and have gone to bigger and better peni. And I think that's why you're obsessed with that person's penis. <laughs> Mind your business, Caitlin. Don't be mad at us. <laughs> I'm thinking the exact same thing, Claudia. I swear I was. Caitlin got a little one. Okay, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. Soulmates, y'all are representing in the in the chat. A minute ago, I saw 4,500. Can we get to 5,000 tonight? And can you hit that like button if you're enjoying the show and what we do? Because we do it for you, soulmates. What else we do for you is give y'all some great uh, nods to some great products. So here we go. If you have family and friends coming over for the holidays and you already are anticipating that, oh my gosh, do I have enough food feeling, right? It's not fun when that happens and there's no need for it. Get wild grain and you will always have a crowd-pleasing bread, rolls, pastries, pasta, and a lot more in your freezer. Wild grain is the first bake from frozen box from artisanal bread. Plus they have amazing rolls, pastries, and even homemade pastas. Now wild grain uses only clean ingredients such as, such as unbleached and non-GMO flour and utilizes a slow sourdough fermentation process that's healthier for you and tastes better than anything you can find in a grocery store. Now, every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less. Plus, for every new member, Wild Grain donates six meals to the Greater Boston Food Bank. Now, they've donated over 120,000 meals so far. That's amazing. Now, this holiday season, Wild Grain is featuring delicious new limited-time sweet treats such as pumpkin cinnamon rolls, orange cranberry biscuits, and chocolate avalanche croissants. Now, you will, all you have to do is sign up with wildgrain.com slash tea and choose which type of box you want to receive and how often. It's really easy to reschedule or cancel. And this stuff is really good, y'all. Like, you've got to get this. And, you know, I love that we don't just talk about it. We can be about it. Al, you are the greedy one on the panel. Like, Al will eat off everybody's plate, okay? Listen, you got... You know I love wild grains. I love the pasta. I love the linguine. I love the spaghetti. It tastes like it's straight from like the south of Italy. Um, I also love the the peach pockets, the apple pockets, the chocolate uh, the chocolate cake. And just recently, guys, I ventured out and I've gotten some sourdough bread because they are they, this is their specialty. So I can't wait to put this in my oven and and grab some butter and have a good time with it. All right. Well, you're not the only one that's tried it. We also have Q. I'll be wanting to see y'all's refrigerator sometime. I, I just. So, you know what? My my refrigerator is stocked with bachelor food and bachelor okay. portions. And that's one thing I love about Wild Grain, because this is the pasta, y'all. It comes prepackaged like this. I know it's probably fading out a little bit. But with me being single, I love it because I can get, you know, two portions out of this. I love it. And then the other thing that I love, too, baby, is these croissants. 
Yes. These croissants are so, look how big they are. Look how big it is. Like, <laughs> these croissants are so good. They start out small when you put them in the freezer, but they blow up and they are so good. And so I, I swear by these. Yeah. Growers. Okay, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm sold. Okay, soulmates, uh, are you hungry already? Because for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box plus free croissants that Q loves in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash tea to start your subscription. You heard me, free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash tea. Once again, that's wildgrain.com slash tea or you can use promo code tea at checkout. Listen, we endorse this and uh, the crew loves it. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break and uh, Q's going to probably try to have another croissant and we'll be right back with more after the break. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. All right, let's get back into the topics. Y'all remember when uh, Terrell, when T.O. talked about his running with a Karen in his neighborhood? It was a whole, it was all over the internet. Well, the woman, Caitlin Davis, okay with these Caitlins, called the police on Owens, accused him of driving too fast and claimed he harassed her. Well, we have an update on the story. Now, Davis has since been charged with a misdemeanor for, wait for it, filing a false police report to the police. What are your thoughts on this update, Al? Listen, I'm glad this has happened. I'm glad that Terrell exposed her. I'm glad we're covering this on our platform. Ooh, I love working at Fox Soul. I'm glad that this made national attention and national news. And I'm glad this woman got caught and got charged. And I hope this sends a message to everybody, not just to Karen, but to anyone else who weaponized their race for bad. Now take your ASS to the second floor and pay the magistrate your fine or go straight to jail. I heard that. Q, what you think? Listen, I'm with you when you're right. Um, I've been saying we need to start a Karen registry and low key Google is that cause her name gonna be all in the system. Anytime she go for a job, it's going to be in the system. And I'm going to tell you something. I wouldn't be surprised now because, you know, white people embarrass very easy and they get kicked out of their social circles very easy. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised when she go to swipe her card at the country club is revoked. I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised if they demoted her off the PTA and said it's not a good look <laughs> for the school. Some of the parents were concerned. They probably kicked her off the HOA board. And her and her husband are probably in the process of getting ready to list their home now because <laughs> she needs to move because poor Karen is embarrassed. Wham, wham. That's what y'all get. I don't feel bad for her. I wish they'd go ahead and make it a felony charge to do this because it was racially motivated. And let this be a lesson to you all out there. Folks ain't putting up with y'all SHIT no more. So pay your fine, ho. <laughs> I think, <laughs> listen, I love the idea of a Karen registry. This thing should have been a thing since Rosewood. Let's go back to Rosewood. This yeah. it was not what that was all about. A mm -hmm, white woman right. lying and blaming, uh, saying a black man raped her when she was really getting banged out by the local hillbilly. And she tried to blame it on a black man. Had all those people get lynched. And have we not learned anything from that? And now we have the 2022 version of that where they call the police and lie and say a black man did X, Y, and Z. And then they cry. I love this woman is being held accountable. We need more of it, but we need the penalties to be harsher to discourage this behavior. If it's just like mm -hmm. a misdemeanor and like, okay, you're embarrassed, you'll get over it eventually. I mean, you will have some uh, some negatives at first, but there needs to be real penalties. If we can have black people still sitting in jail where we're over weed charges, 
while the rest of us out here buying it legally, we can have women like this that could really put someone's life and future and and livelihood in jeopardy because of your lie. It should be a felony. Claudia, I got a question. And soulmates out there that are in law enforcement, answer this question for me. Since uh, Black Lives Matter and, and Karens have become a thing, has there been any training in the law enforcement atmosphere Whereas if a cop is called out to a tense situation involving someone black and involving someone white, has there been any racial sensitivity or unconscious bias training that has been passed down through the various police departments to try to combat some of this thing? If you're soulmates in law enforcement, drop down in the comments and let us know if you guys have received any memos or maybe Encyclopedia Al knows. <laughs> you know, I know. So yes, Q, there has been a number of different jurisdictions that have done just that, and that is have racial, racial um, sensitivity training. We know New York City has adopted that. We know that New Orleans is on the um, curve of adopting that. We know that LA needs to do more in adopting that. But yes, there has been some uh, injection of that, but it's always been there, Q. Unfortunately, it depends on how they take it and apply it. And obviously, the application of it still hasn't really worked out to our advantage as much. We, we can have all the police training we want, but until they change the recruitment policies of right. police where they get rejects that couldn't get into the military or 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 were not popular in high school and also the police department is infiltrated with white supremacists, they talk about it and clans members, they are signing up for that job left and right. We need to get more of us in there. The training ain't gonna matter if in your heart you're a white supremacist. Right, you're still the same. You know what I'm saying? All yeah. right, y'all. Looks like there may be trouble in paradise with Hazel E and her husband, Devon Walker. Waller, I'm sorry. Hazel E's husband went off on her via text messages after she allegedly blocked his number before she went out to party with her friends. Now, Hazel E posted screenshots of her husband's text messages on social media. He wrote, bet you want to think I can't get back to where you are at? Are you crazy? Now I'm on bleep. I'm embarrassed you tonight. You want to move? Talking to N-words faces, N-words faces. Um, this, sorry, this is his transcript. Of, it's really hard to read this in proper English. I'm sorry. I'm embarrassed you, and I'm embarrassed him too, or her. Nobody's special. He basically went off this. She blocked him and went out. Hazel E posted this on her IG story. Now, not how a husband is supposed to talk to his wife. I've been putting up and talk, taking care of a bleep too long to get treated this way. He thinks I'm playing this time, but I'm not. She added, never in three years have I brought my relationship issues to the internet, but I got a child and I have to protect us all at all costs. Sometimes silence will be the thing that kills you. Hold people accountable, even when it hurts. You know, um, Q, we have to go to our resident Hazel E expert. What are your thoughts on this feud? And what do you think about this? First of all, I don't know why Fiona from Shrek brought this to the internet and not down to the police department, okay? Second of all, her husband had every right to cuss her mule-looking ass out because why would you block him on your way going out the thot and bop all across the town? And number three, Hazel Lee, Betty Wright said having a piece of man is better than having no man at all. And in your case, you better hold on to any piece of man you can get because of her arm, mama, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that face and that body is not given what needs to be gave. So you need to hold on to your love in the words to switch. And I'm going to let her off easy tonight like Sunday morning. I'm going to let her off easy. But baby, if you know like I know, you better hold on to you. <laughs> Listen, it's a damn shame. She's talking about taking care of them. I mean, 
When you look like her, you have to be a man in order to keep them. And for those of y'all who are getting in the comments and say, it's so disgusting the way a man's talking about her woman and talking about her looks, I don't care. I don't like her. I never will. And when she tried to get on Iyama and clean up that statement about light-skinned women versus black-skinned women, as far as I'm concerned, Hazel, Hazel E can go to hell twice, as far as I'm concerned. I don't see it for her. I never will. And I'm going to end it right there. Um, no, no more need to be said because y'all know I'm no right. No more need to be said. No more need to be said. I'm going to say this. I think her husband was right to be mad. That's your wife. You can't be blocking your husband because you want to go out. That she can't just... afford to block any man that shows <laughs> interest. Can we keep going? <laughs> e any man. <laughs> A homeless man. You don't know why I'm so nice to her because I remember one time she was in a club with um, someone and a comedy club and they gave me a shout out on stage and her and this other girl was booing me and I didn't even know who she was. She was a publicist at the time and I, I'd be trying to be fair to her, but okay. Thank you, Claudia. How, how do you even know these people when you see them when you're out, Claudia? How do you even know them? You I, know ugly when you see it. <laughs> and she a special shade of ugly. Okay, you recognize, oh, that's that girl from Love Me Hip Hop. That's like, <laughs> ooh, ooh, it, it be like, oh, like, God damn it. <laughs> girl, you look worse than your picture. <laughs> I'd be so glad when people say you look better in person. I'd be like, ooh, praise the Lord. Not her, girl. <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to be an advocate of women, so I'm like, I can't. Listen. That ain't a woman, that's a man. <laughs> Funky, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be back with more positive and uplifting stories here on TGIF. <laughs> Welcome back to T. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all, stick around for the end because we're going to question Q about some questionable behavior one of his little friends had with him this weekend. All right, y'all, during a private screening of uh, his upcoming film, Emancipation, Will Smith revealed that Floyd Mayweather calls him 10 days straight to encourage him following the Oscar slap. Smith said for 10 days, he called me every day. He was like, you know, you like the champ, right? You're good. You know, you know that, right? I want you to hear my voice say it. That was every day he called me. And he's like, that's my friend forever. That's super dope that Floyd Mayweather took time out to check on somebody else like that. What are your thoughts on Floyd supporting Will Smith and, you know, kind of looking out for his mental health after all that, Al? I mean, listen, I'm kind of confused why Will Smith would bring this up. Even though Floyd Mayweather is considered one of the best athletes in the history of this country, he is a boxer and he gets paid to beat people up. For a living. And let's not mention that also Floyd Mayweather has a history of domestic and, uh, uh, domestic abuse and violence. So for me, him bringing this up didn't settle well for me. Him talking about another person that is violent, you know, in support. Now, I get it that he called you. I get it that he supported you. But this didn't hit right for me. It would have hit different if you said somebody like Serena or maybe LeBron called you and offered support. But Floyd Mayweather is someone that is known to have issues with public acts of violence. That didn't settle well for me at all. Oh, wow. Okay. Q, what do you think? I think this was the dumbest PR move he could have ever damn made. It, it, it would sure. seem to me that you'd be trying your hardest to distance yourself from that slap situation and put it behind you and not breathe life into it publicly again. And especially with the likes 
of Floyd Mayweather. I mean, not Al Will. You should have saved that for your second memoir. You should have saved it for a sit-down interview with Gail or Oprah. But you were there to promote emancipation. And quite honestly, if I was the movie's producer or the studio, I actually would be upset that you're at an emancipation uh, press release thing, press conference, um, bringing the slap situation suddenly in our movie with that, because what are we talking about right now? We're not talking about the press conference about emancipation, Antonio Fuqua's movie, Antoine Fuqua's movie. We're talking about the slap. Let it be. So Q, I just wanted to, I just want to clean this up real quick. Um, allegedly, allegedly, uh, Floyd Mayweather has a history of domestic abuse and violence. Um, I'm going to say this. Uh, you guys made some great points. You know, I always try to find the positive in, in some of these people. Um, I do think that, yeah, we know about the allegations against Floyd Mayweather in his past, and that's that not been a secret. I do feel like um, we do, on one hand, talk about people being able to grow and improve, and we haven't heard anything about him in this light in a very long time. I do like the story of a Black man reaching out to another Black man to check on his mental health like that and a high-profile person that people perceive as being just about himself. I do like that part of the story. Maybe the maybe the venue wasn't the best place because you are. You should be focusing on the movie. But I do like knowing that Floyd Mayweather maybe has learned from the things in his past, and he's like, you know what? Let me just check on another brother. I like that. I like that. Child, what was the re what, what was the rest of the conversation? Right. Like, yeah, right. dog, I would slap his ass too. He tried me. I thought he'd get off my line. Get off my get line, off my, my line. good internet. Get off my line. Listen, Floyd ain't no damn Mother Teresa. <laughs> Floyd was like, you all right. You the champ, right? Because, yeah, I would slap You the champ. You the champ. You know what I'm saying? You the champ. All right. He slapped somebody and you called him the champ. <laughs> yeah. You know I don't agree with what Will Smith said. But you um, up here defending the okay. I like what it am I too, defending? Claudia. I like what it too, I, actually. No, no, what but am he, I this wasn't a place for him to bring that example. Yeah, I, I'm agreeing with you guys that maybe this isn't the venue, but I do like people growing. I do like people moving on from their past. Like we all was in worse places than we are right now. <laughs> all three of us. Not me, girl. I was always uh, uh yes, you were. We all were. <laughs> we we I'm saying we've all had things in our past that we don't do anymore. All of us. Right? Girl, go on to the next. I, y'all can be fake. Go on to the next thing. I'm gonna say this: if we want people to look at us and be able to move on from when we were in a bad place with substances or relationships, a damn where they look. All right. Okay. I hope y'all don't need that grace one day. That's all I'm gonna say. All right. Need it from Floyd. Floyd, this is them talking about you, not me. Anyways, moving on. Guess who's working on their debut album and uh, got hot music coming out? Let's take a look. All right, y'all. It's Gizmo's Pussy Web <laughs> Day. So, y'all, I'm working on my debut album. This is my first ever album per Capital Plumine. All right, y'all. Are you're, you guys going to be um, supporting Roland Ray's music career? Whoever wants to go first. Yeah, I'm going to roll right now. I'm going to get it. I'm going to roll in my car and bump it. I'm going to ride to the bar and bump it. I'm going to tell you something, though. We shouldn't have showed it because he's going to be on the internet talking crap about us as soon as the show go off, talking about how we didn't pay him and how <coughs> what we using him for for rolling likes, I guess. But per uh, rolling rate, no. do your thing, baby. Let me tell you something. Do, do your thing, brother. Our sister, whichever. 
Did, but did, stay the hell away from them candles. When you bumping your music, <laughs> stay away from them candles. But I do think his debut single should be Burning Up featuring Faith Evans. You know what? Burning um, up. My heart is like burning up. Burning up. We're going to get tossed off this. We're going to get tossed off of you. Al, say something, please. Well, listen, Claudia. Now, listen, this is real serious. Now, I saw that you worked with him a couple of weekends ago. So are there any chances that we may have Roland Ray on as a guest or no? What's the deal with that? If we can afford his booking fee, because remember, we try to get him in the oh, beginning. Oh, that's right. He, he has it, a booking fee. Uh, you know what? Got a, he got an album coming out. His rate don't went up. Don't went Maybe up. So I, I is... like to think we bonded on that set, and I, I will ask him, because I think... Ask, gonna... I think you should ask him, because <laughs> I think it could be nice to interview him. But let me tell you something. Roland Ray, I honestly, I got to be honest with you, brother. I don't think it's safe for you to be a rapper right now. Rappers are getting knocked off and getting killed and everything. You've done an amazing job in this reality TV space. Maybe you should do more reality TV. Maybe you should do some acting, maybe, because I, I saw that you did a very good job on, on this show. And also stand-up comedy could be a space for you, Roland Ray. What think kind? about this. What kind think of about comedy? this rapping thing. What kind of comedy? No, Q. No. No. Q. Ah, no, no, I'm asking for clarity. I didn't hear because Al was talking and I, and I drank and my swallow all I didn't hear. There's what no such thing comedy? as sit-down comedy. It's con still considered stand-up, even if you're sitting down, Q. I was just asking. L listen, I just work here, okay? I was just asking. <laughs> and Al said it. Don't blame me. Y'all know what I was trying to say. Roll around, sit down. Comedy. I think he could be good at stand-up. Oh, wait. Damn. Okay, you know what I mean. I'm already going to hell for Hazel E tonight, so I'm, <laughs> I'm going to say Ray this. Live. <laughs> Bro, as many jokes as we can make, Roland Ray has one, had one of the biggest glow-ups on the internet. Listen, yes, he has. He went from doing little promos on his Instagram page and trying and really kind of struggling to getting the show. Comedy. <laughs> I like Roland Ray. I'm a, I like. I think he's hilarious. He's funny as hell. I think he's funny. That's why I said that he and he's oh, friends with Beyonce. Beyonce. Right. Beyonce be sending him a blue um, Ivy Park. He Have y'all got Ivy Park? Nothing. Nope. Show late. So Roland Ray is winning right now. Roland Ray, we would love to have you on the show to guest co-host uh, an episode of TGIF. And do an episode? Music. You made a segment. Listen, Al, he's a big, big star, and he's in his stand-up comedy. He's going to take off, and we're going to be wishing that we had him on for the whole show. We'll work that out later on. Listen, oh, before we go, damn, Q, we didn't get to get to your story. We'll talk to him Friday. On Friday, we're going to talk about one of Q's gentleman callers that needed a gallon of water to start his car. <laughs> I want to hear all about he that on Friday. Poured, he poured good lemonade out to Thank give him the gallon of water, too. Thanks to everybody watching. And of course, Alan and, and Q, uh, thanks for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for a new episode of Chick uh, Kitchen Talk. We will see y'all on Friday when we get to talk about these gentlemen callers and we get to dive deeper into our business with Fridays on Friday, questions on Friday. Y'all have a good day. Y'all are horrible. Y'all going to hit Not me, girl. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. 
Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 